Hello beautiful people and welcome to this week's episode of The Road to Satori, South Africa's very first mental wellness, entrepreneurial and personal development podcast. I am your host, Trey Delanga, and I'm very excited to be going on this journey of continuous self-improvement with you all. Here joining me today is the architectural graduate, Instagram superstar and creative entrepreneur, The Tabo Six. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good in you, I'm good in you. Nah, I'm good, thanks. And just before we start, I think this like, it, it goes without saying that this is like an overdue call to say the least. Like it's, it felt it like this was something that was it scheduled is. and spoken about, but oh I'm my word. <laughs> so, so, so crazy, but I'm glad we're here. I'm glad yeah. we're finally here. I've been, I've been wanting to do this for the longest time, for the longest time, so. And, and the funny thing is, um, like back when, like at the beginning of the year when I when I started it, like I had like a, a short list of people that I had like potentially was going to reach really? out to eventually, yeah. And yeah, like, like did I make that you're list? You're on the list. You're on the list. I was like, eventually, as it at should some be, point, as it should be, when the subtraction going, um, <laughs> has to make an appearance. Who, who other, who other than Latavo? I mean, <laughs> um, no, so, I appreciate that. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, but yeah, just before we get started, maybe do you want to give like a bit, a brief intro about like who you are, um, what you're doing and basically like a little backstory about yourself. Okay. So my name, I formally go as Letabo Khailele, um, but people know me as Letabo Six or Six alternatively. Um, so basically, um, I'm a, um, in, in environmental interior design graduate. Um, before that, I was a visual artist, then turned over to photography. After photography, I went into more of arts direction, of which is what I'm doing now. Um, besides art direction, obviously trying to get into interior design with the degree that I just, just got. Um, and just, just an all-round creative entrepreneur see, looking for, you know, um, any, any, like, possibility to, like, you know, um, sh you know, shape shed culture or just or just you know um give back to the culture and stuff um mm -hmm. background um basically um born and raised in pretoria moved around a bit um seen a couple of things um, um met a couple of people all of that jazz um and yeah like i said fast forward now architectural um graduate um so yeah that's 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 basically um you know to some to some sum up who I am or whatever yeah um yeah but no that's that was a very like well phrased um intro and I really have I really <laughs> have a few points that I put down because I mean I just want to dive in a bit deeper to some of those things so please tell me how you find really? like how you um got started in terms of like the um environmental interior design like what exactly does that constitute what does that mean um and what kind of inspired your journey down there so so basically as as a kid um like as, as as far as i could remember i used to like create like stuff with like boxes so just like structures and stuff and from then um i just saw like you know when you you have those days at school where it's 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 i forgot career day or whatever yeah where you say what you want to be and whatnot um and yeah i ended up deciding to you know i i took a liking towards architecture, obviously, and the visual aesthetics and, you know, how you come to solve different design solutions. So just everything design based, basically. Um, so from there, I remember in high school, I was pushing to do architecture for the longest time. 
but um, grades were not amounting to the specific course that I wanted to do. So alternatively, I could do um, an environmental design um, um, degree, a bachelor's of design, of which basically entails, it's, it's basically interior design, um, but, but more focused on using sustainable materials, sustainable methods. So just everything green architecture. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so, and, and I, felt, I, I felt like that um, the whole sustainability also um, fell in line with who I am because um, again, most design um, problems need design solutions of which the design problems are just basically like environmental impacts and socioeconomical impacts that again need design solutions. So um, yeah, that's, 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 that's basically what it entails. Um, that's how I got into it. Um, so yeah, just trying to closely align myself with architecture. Um, and yeah, that, that was the closest thing to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, but I, I really find that so interesting because I think that there's such a, how do I say, a profound um, importance in what you are studying because of the fact that like, it is sustainability. It's, it's about like, you know, like um, empowering the ecosystem and actually giving back and actually like living in, in unison with like, you know, the environment and respecting the earth. So I do think that exactly. in, terms of, in terms of the scope of like where the world should be heading at least, that is like a very um, influential yeah. and impactful, impactful field. But how... How have you found, um, now relating that, how have you found the, um, uh, the, 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 the field or the sphere in the South African context in terms of design and, and, and architecture and stuff? Do you feel like there um, is somewhat of a, a scope or a growing scope or like in terms of the industry and stuff? What, have, what has been some of your insights? That's, that's an interesting question. Um, well, to answer your question, I... I for one, I, I, from the beginning, have always felt that South Africa could always do with more. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say with more, I, I mean above, above the, you know, the benchmark or the standard of which is basically um, looking at second, second world countries or first world countries. But I feel like first world countries would be pushing it in context with us being a third world country. Um, but I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of work to be put in, um, both both in in just first. Firstly, um, I think the number one most important thing is like employment and 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 vacancies and and all of that of which aren't aren't that that um, vast. And one can say that that has been all uh, you know above above everything else. Um, been negatively dis, um, impacted by the fact um, by COVID, right? Mm. Um, so that that um, as well as you know, people not focusing enough on 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 that sector in terms of putting in young fresh minds, um, people from all walks of life, um, um, and so forth. So I think I think there's a there's 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 a lot of work to be done in comparison to to countries abroad um but yeah i think i think that's that's my my complete view and again the reason why i feel like this is because you you sometimes hear of people saying oh you know what when i finish studying i'm a head out abroad uh, immediately and stuff of which i feel half of those people are people that you know just want to go there and the other half are people that feel like they're forced to go there because their mother mothering country doesn't um not necessarily accommodate them, but it doesn't support them enough or, yeah. or, or, you know, it doesn't, you know, 
it doesn't like provide as much as adequate as... facilities for what they're trying to exactly. actually go into. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't it doesn't provide that. So now you end up having people with with immersed talent and, and knowledge that you know end up going overseas. And once you get overseas, you feel like you know what this is way better than what I have at home. And then you forget about the whole concept of you know acquiring skills abroad and coming back home to make home better. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's basically how I I personally feel about about the whole, you know, thing. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, I mean, it does come down to each person's individual beliefs. But I think that there is such a, there's a thin line between that whole process because, um, especially in terms of the migration streams, because we did study this thing in geography called the brain drain, where the most talented and educated people tend to leave a country, oh, yes. especially if it's an yes. underdeveloping or an underdeveloped or developing country, because of the fact that of what you just said, like if a country is still developing, but the the rate at which its infrastructure is developing is not in proportion to the rate at which its intellectual capacity of its population mm. are developing you'd have a situation where the supply of talented labor outweighs the demand mm. and then obviously now people are not going to want to let compromise on their own uh, lifestyle or their own happiness exactly. to stay in a country where they might not get a job so it only makes sense for them to want exactly. to move. so i think the real issue lies in terms of building better infrastructural systems to accommodate for the growing capacity that we have. And I think that's the point that where we are and where we are approaching as a country. So um, there's, yeah. I, 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 I keep saying this and I say this to many people, I do believe that we're living in very exciting times. We're living in very transitional periods. So it's no longer yeah. just, there's, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's no longer just ones and zeros, no longer just binary, but there's a lot of gray areas. So yeah. we're in this period of, of change and, and adapting. And I think that, especially in these next few years, I just see the industry itself growing, hopefully within the South African economy as well. But um, I think that for a large portion of people, as you said, once you go to a country where maybe it may be a second or, third or first world country, even from South Africa, you kind of do forget that, you know, you have to like, in some way, come back and contribute again to the country that you're trying to build. Exactly. Like, but you, you, exactly. it's, it's, it's almost like a redundant process because you, you go to like the top of the ladder and now you have to go all the way back in another ladder just to like, try and bring it up there. So you, you exactly. kind of have to weigh it's, the pros and cons. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I feel like it, it's, it's the most conflicting um, feeling one has to go through. I, I personally haven't gone through that myself. Um, but to just feel like, okay, like you've said, you at the top of the ladder or, so, or somewhat at the top of the ladder and you're experiencing something totally different, totally better, totally, you know, just life-changing that you feel like there's no reason for you to go back to a place um, that just doesn't, you know, not, I, again, like I said, I don't want to say doesn't necessarily support us, but doesn't nurture or, or embrace or, or focus on building infrastructure. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And so what would you say, um, in your opinion, in terms of your, if, in terms of what you've seen and what you're observing, what would you say are some practical mm. um, means or just implementations we could maybe look for as, as the youth, so as, as the next generation of people who are going to be the leaders of this country? What are some of the things that you would say mm. that we should be um, mindful of or just keep in mind? like with these growing um with these changing times and with these changing circumstances um i think um that's that's a good question i mean i think the first and foremost thing is just supporting each other 
Mm. Um, um, you know, one one can get somewhere without support, but you just go the extra mile when you have people rooting for you and you're rooting for those same people. I think it's, mm. it's quite important. We we sometimes I'm 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 an introvert, so I find it very hard to reach out to people or to speak to people. But now I am faced or I'm in a line of work where. Um, both creative and corporate, where I need to be working with with teams of people, and I need mm. to be conversing and whatnot. Um, but even in those situations, you find people that you know do do not want to, because again, it's not someone's responsibility to look out for you. But it it, it doesn't doesn't take away from the fact that you could be supportive mm. towards them. Um, there's so much knowledge that goes by us just because we do not speak to each other, just because we do not converse, or you know or ask for help, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that's the first and foremost thing. Um, and from that, obviously, um, I feel that other things will just start coming about and start unraveling. And those things such as um, the workforce realizing that, you know what, there's, there's, there's a lot of talent in the country. There's a lot of um, skills and, 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 and knowledge that people possess that we need to utilize. And in order for us to utilize it positively we need to embrace those minds mm. instead of again like i said other countries embracing us and us feeling like we're more like accepted or welcomed in, in other spaces so i think those those two things um are quite important in, in mm. reaching that yeah, yeah but i i'm really happy that you said the, the fact that just supporting each other because i mean like that's personally like part of my ethos i already I'm a big believer in the power of the community and collaboration because um, it was literally, I was having a discussion with in, in, a, in a meeting earlier on and uh, we were discussing yeah. the, the importance of collaboration, right? And basically the analogy I gave was that if you look at any business, any business, um, mm -hmm. it's not just one person running it. You have, like, if you have to actually constitute the fact that it's the, the CEO and then the employees and then the janitors and then everyone, but it's the combined exactly. efforts of, like, it's the combined collaborated effort that makes that business function. So if you want to look at it on a, on a micro scale or on a mm -hmm. macro scale, like you need other, the efforts of other people in order to maybe like in, in order to manifest your dreams as well you need other people's efforts and insights and experiences i mean that's why knowledge and exactly. we pass on all yeah. these things so i think that there is such profound truth in supporting each other um and i mean i i this is actually something now like what it's linking to one of the other points i was going to bring up because i was going to ask you how you felt the, um, the yeah. support systems are not amongst maybe corporate, but amongst interpersonal relations with people. Do you feel like, um, especially in the industry, so I was now gonna link this with your creative entrepreneurial ventures. Um, I know that you have been working through yeah. social media with, with brands. And I wanted to ask you in terms of those sort of collaborations yeah. as well, do you feel like the environment is accommodating? Do you feel like it's, it's kind of like everyone for themselves? Um, and like, what is your, what are your um, opinions on, on the, on the states? of the of the system um well i think i think it's a bit of both in terms of when you when you're asking me do you think it's 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 um people are supportive or it's every man for themselves i think it's a bit of both depending on um i don't want to say social groups but just depending on one you are you willing to be supporting of the mm. next are you willing to you know just embrace other people instead of always, you know, um, bringing them down or whatever the case is. 
And um, from that, are you then in an environment or are you in the space where you're surrounded by people that are also supporting you mm. for the right reasons? Mm. Because now um, I think I think in the beginning, and this is and this is what's so funny to me, um, when I got onto Instagram, um, I remember when Instagram was like an it thing and I had no access to it and whatnot. And when I finally had access to it, everyone had this sense of appreciation everyone just embraced everything you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and 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 it, it, like like everyone was was in tune with themselves and in tune with their lives in such mm-hmm. a way that it was like oh you're doing this that's that's great um um you know what and you wouldn't take away from what they're doing and in turn they would also embrace your your whatever you're doing your body of work or whatever you did yeah um so from there from there on like just just as so as instagram and social media developed you definitely i i definitely got a sense of okay um it's it's starting to feel like i'm on my own and not because um i want to be on my own but because people are now um falling into different I don't know positions in their lives like you know how you know how in 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 let's say let's say with the friendship you know how you you friends with someone and you tend to sometimes with certain friends fall out with them and not fall out because you guys aren't on speaking terms but you fall out because you guys are not on the same level per se yeah yeah like um, you, you outgrow so, each other essentially. yeah you you outgrow each other so again that's where the whole thing of are you willing as a person to be supportive and are you surrounding yourself with people that support you and mm-hmm. what you do and stuff because we have a lot of people that are people pleasers and 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 just do things for the for the wrong reasons so i think i definitely think a bit of both i'm i'm, I'm totally on the fence with that one um yeah yeah and then just diving a bit deeper into that um in terms of like your own personal capacity, how have you gone about um, managing your personal and your social life um, and also maintaining a, like, you know, a, a sufficient level of, of mental health and mental wellness and just keeping all these things balanced at the same time? Because, I mean, if yeah. I had to speak from my personal experience, I know that there are times where things can get a bit hectic and, you know, you feel like everything's happening at, at, at like all at once and it's kind of hard to actually just focus down on one thing. So... I mean, it does take trial and error and it does take um, like, you know, like focus and attention and, and continuous correction to figure yeah. out your, to figure out your own routine and your ritual, but in terms of your own personal life, like how have you kind of found that balance between your, these, these spheres of your life and actually like operating within all these different areas in your life? Areas. That's actually so crazy. That's something I actually had to master. And I feel like everyone who's creatively inclined has to master that um but to answer your question i think like you said it was just a matter of 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 going through the whole trial and error concept like just keep trying just keep um um evolving and and um i say that in the sense that i had to now figure out which parts of my life um or not figure out but just prioritize or 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 just you know number which one's more important than the other mm. um and i think the biggest wake-up call for me in, in 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 that regard was when i think i was doing my first art, art exhibition and um I'm, I'm i think i was doing first year and 
I just got into art in the first two months. There's an art exhibition and, you know, people have high expectations, um, both with your studies and with your work. And, you know, there's, there's, you, you, you can't show up to either or with an excuse about the other. I can't mm. show, it, show up to, to, to a presentation or a lecture and be like, oh, I did not do this because of work that I was pursuing on the other side and vice mm. versa. So I think it was definitely, definitely a matter of myself figuring out what's important who is important and again um, just referring back to our previous topic about who supports you and 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 are you willing to be in spaces where people embrace you or are you are you determined to be to be that person so yeah it, it, it took it took took quite a while um but yeah I just I don't know I, I there's 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 no I don't think there's a correct answer mm. um to that um, it's, it's, it's just about figuring out what's important to you. If, if, if you feel like, um, black is important than white or vice versa, no racial, no pun intended or whatever, mm -hmm. but if it, it's just about determining what's, what's better to you, um, and, and understanding that your, your choices or your decisions have consequences. So now if I decide that, okay, I want to do three art exhibitions. And in order for me to do that, I need to be working on, you know, a number of artworks and whatnot. It just, it, the, the bug doesn't end there. It, 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 it ends with who, who is supporting you in that, who's pushing you to do that. Mm. Um, um, I, I, I definitely, I, I, I firmly believe in, 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 in help and, and, and in support. So I think, I think I don't, I don't have like a, like a straightforward answer to that. But what I can tell you is that um, it, it took quite a bit of time. And during that time, it was just about me trying to figure out what's most important. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's really important because I, I do think that everyone obviously has their own way of figuring out their balance. Like everyone's equilibrium is different. But it, 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 the, the, the topic, though, the root of this is that the, the importance of having that routine, of, of having that level of consistency of mastery over your of your schedule is actually what's gonna help you to align and balance all these things because i mean i don't think you can actually um you can't really excel in in things that you're rushing so you actually have to take time to do these things and you can only take time when you prioritize time so Definitely. as you said it, it, it comes down to what you deem as important in your own life and then you make time for the things that you think are important to you like it, it only comes Definitely. down to that so i mean Definitely. yeah that's that's definitely um, those are definitely really valid points, but I just wanted to not uh, ask you. So uh, you mentioned something about um, art school um, and then having your exhibitions and then um, transitioning to design school. Um, so over what time periods were these happening? Like if you don't mind sharing a bit more detail about that. And then I know that you also mentioned um, photography. So, um, and then just, yeah. to, just to relate one more point, um, how did you then yeah. combine? Because essentially what I see now when I, when I look at your social media and when I, when I see you, I see a combination of all these different spheres. I see the bit of the design and the bit of the artist and the bit of the photographer all coming together. So um, where did it start? Like what, what was, I, I know you said you support these box structures. So did that then involve your passion for photography? Was photography something that you'd always seen and then it, it kind of transitioned or was, or did it just all happen like at some point that it now like led you to where you are? Um, so basically for one, I think, I think where it all started was the home I was raised in. 
Um, my mother always, because I was raised in a family of, I, we were like three, three siblings, now four. But mm-hmm. basically, we were always taught like how to multitask and how to multitask in such a way that you uh, give your all in each regard mm-hmm. and you, you, you know, do everything with love or else you'll be doing it half ass or whatever the case is. Um, so, um, watch uh, like a, a movie. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you, you cut off there. So, um, the last thing I, I caught was, uh, learning to multitask. That was the last thing I caught. Oh, okay. That. Okay. Let me, let me, let me start from the top. Okay. Link to multitask. Right. So that, that was like the framework of everything. Like that foundation was set and, you know, it was just hitting the ground running. Um, and basically I just, just watching TV and seeing the bodies of work that people would put out through film, films, through stills, through music videos, just through um, visuals, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just felt inspired to try it or to try do it or try, you know, you know, embody the same level of work or the same level of whatever. Um, so that's how I got into photography. So basically there was like a camera lying around in the house and I just felt like, you know what, let me use it. And it was the most entry level camera. Like it was, I could barely do anything with it, but the work that I could put out from the camera amounted to the work of, you know, the photographers that were doing it big then and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, you know what, um, this is this is quite cool. And from then I, I created a website of which I just posted like photos I'll take. So I'd literally hit up friends, hit up people. And from then people started hitting me up saying, yo, let's, let's take photos, let's, you know, shoot or what. And we just shoot and stuff and create concepts and what, all of that stuff. And from then, um, um, I then decided to get into art, which was again another form of of, of visual communication, mm. um, but just with the use of a different medium. So I decided to get into that, and I learned that, like I, my journey, my I just kept learning as as I went. So photography was based off of the fact that oh, I, I'm seeing people do things. I wonder if I can do it. And then art was more of a um, a means of expression. Um, like how do I express myself? Um, it was more more of a personal personal thing. Um, you know, mm. photography is more you set up stuff and whatnot. Not that it's not personal, but it's not as as direct to the person who's curating the work. So I got into art, understood what art was about, and from art, I then I I think I fused the two. Like you said, I fused the two on the website that I had, which is a website I started when I was sixteen. I can't remember the timeline but I remember I was 16 starting that website no idea how to start a website um put photography and artworks on there and from then I sort of tried to turn it into a portfolio but like again like I'm saying I was, I was like learning as I go so I think I was doing my first year of of, of university and stuff and um that's when I just wanted more I think I think um the downside of being able to do many things at once or realizing that you are able-bodied is the fact that you sometimes just feel like you know what I did this now it's time to do better so every time I put out a piece of work I would want to outdo myself Mm. and 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 um a sense of perfection came out of that both positive and toxic perfection um, a sense of understanding of self um, and and yeah I think I think that's that's how things 
started rolling and I just started identif identifying myself as a visual artist. Um, and, that, and that was my understanding of self while I was studying um, interior environmental design. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it all led up to, to now. Wow. Now that's, that's really like um, an, inspi an inspirational and a really like insightful journey as well, because you, it's kind of like almost listening to that was almost like seeing your um, love for one thing latch into another and then tie into the other and then kind of just like, and it was all, car like, yeah. all correlated, you know, in the biggest game. It's really, yeah. it's really interesting to see how that already pieced together and, and, and what you've been able to do yeah. and how you've been able to actually encompass all of that. Um, so yeah. yeah, like um just just a few like one or two more points. Um so with with that being said, um and your and uh, your insights into the industry, um how would you how would you best advise somebody um listening that may want to themselves get into the industry of visual communication and visual arts? What do you think is a necessary starting point? or a necessary state of mind that one should have uh, when considering like the options of going into the industry? Um, that's, that's a really, really good question. And I get that question a lot. It's, it's unbelievable. But um, I think the first and foremost one is just having the passion to do it or having the will to do it at least. Just having a, I'm going to do it mindset and I'm going to try my best when I'm doing it. Um, um that and like i said again just having passion for what you're doing so don't don't just you know get into something because you saw someone and you only saw it merely for someone doing it it should be a thing of okay i saw someone do it or you know i saw it wherever whatever the case is but it, it should just always revert back to the fact that I have a passion for this for this um, art form or for this craft for this industry and I want to prove to myself and to the world that I'm able to produce the the the, the work I think I can mm -hmm. and once you do that then it's just it's it's it's, it's self-fueled like you, you just feel yourself I don't know um just as long as there's passion i think I, I i never i never resort to any other answer than to the fact that you need to have passion to do something um i personally have been in situations where i i felt like okay this is this seems pretty cool let me try do it but then i find out that i'm doing it for the wrong reasons whereas um in 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 areas of my life that i've excelled in of which is of of which is um, what I was talking about, the arts and, and photography and, and getting to art direction. It, it's something that I was passionate for and I felt like there were points to be made and in order for those points to be made, I needed to put my whole you know, being into it in order for those points to be made. So yeah, yeah. So to, to, to anyone that's listening, I think just have a passion for it, have the willpower to do it have patience, have, have um, um, discipline, immerse discipline um, and everything should, should work out. And just, just understand that um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I mean, conventionally there is, but don't, don't, you know, if there's an obstacle, don't now stop and look at the obstacle and be like, oh my word, what am I going to do now? Because there's probably like three bigger other obstacles waiting for me on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's just about going through it and learning as you go. 
Mm. But, uh, yeah. Very, very, very true. Because I, I, I also believe that if you aren't really passionate about what you're doing, you're not going to have the heart to see it through to the end. So you should only yeah, start yeah. things that you are actually willing to finish and see through, no matter if it gets better or worse. Like you, you, you've decided to kind of um to, you know, uh, dedicate yourself to this to, to do this it. Act. Yeah, no, definitely, um, it's, it's 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 so important. Yeah, yeah, and then sorry, just to just above then, um, so you mentioned um. So you mentioned earlier that you had this this process of when you created a piece of artwork that you would then try to outperform yourself for the next one. It was basically this pattern mm -hmm. of continuous self-improvement. And mm -hmm. you then just now mentioned how important it is if you are looking to get into the industry. And I don't just believe it's for the creative industry, I believe for any industry to have that self-discipline, to have that sense of self-accountability. Mm -hmm. But now on a more practical, mm -hmm. on a more practical level, how do you actually go about holding yourself accountable? How do you hold yourself in check? How do you stick to your, your, your deadlines and your timetables? Because I think for a large proportion, a large majority of people, um, they have, it's easier, it's easier to plan it, it's easier to, to speak about it and to theorize it. But then when it comes down to actually implementing yeah. these, these, these um, routines into your, into your life, it only lasts for a few days or for a few Definitely. weeks and then it fizzles out. So how do you actually keep it fresh, keep yourself motivated, keep yourself wanting to to, to go on? Um, and yeah, like basically how do you keep yourself in check? Um, basically just, um, you know, understanding that I'm capable of, of, of many things. I'm, again, able to do many things. And in order for me to fully um, immerse myself in the things that I'm interested in and to do them like, you know, to the fullest, I need to surround myself with people that have the same mindset. Um, I, I, I remember um, my mother once telling me that there's no use trying to achieve something that's bigger than you when you're around people that are below themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think, I think, I think, I think that's, that's, that's quite, quite important. Um, yeah, I think those, those, those two things in general, I think nothing, nothing like matters besides that. Um, there's no point of distracting yourself or, or, or overbearing yourself with unrealistic expectations and stuff. So through all of that, again, like I've said, you'll, you'll have somewhat an understanding of self you'll learn that you know certain things do need to, need to happen could good and bad for you to you know reach reach the, reach the next level or reach the next stage or whatever the case is so yeah those those are the ultimately the two two things um um i i try keep in mind just to keep myself grounded um level-headed um eye on the ball and just have people around me to keep me in check because at the end of the day i'm also a human being I won't always feel passionate. I won't always feel feel um, willing to do something. Um, but if you have people around you that tell you or, or you know put you back on track when you yourself can't do that, then you know then you're safe. Like then you then you're good to go. Mm. And I, I think one just the important point to take away from there is that your environment is really a huge contributing factor in terms of your overall state of mind and your productivity and your overall sense of self mm -hmm. and um, I think there is so much emphasis that actually should be placed on that because I think for a lot of the time 
many people have a tendency maybe to settle or to compromise on the environment because of the way it's always been. Maybe these are the people that they've always been mm-hmm. friends with, the people you've always been around. And it's kind of to a point where you're thinking on a level that's maybe a, a few levels higher than everyone else, not because that you're better than them, but maybe just because you're trying to expand more, but these people maybe want to keep it the way it's always been. And so it, it does exactly. come down, like, I mean, there was a, a quote that I heard that with, with growth comes sacrifice. And I think it's very true that when you outgrow people, like you obviously do lose things along the way, but you gain new experiences and, and new um, relationships. And like, like, so as much as you're losing, you're also gaining. So it's just understanding that that itself is part of life. Like you can't resist change. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's about always being ready to to um, embrace change and to embrace the unknown and to, and, and I, I think the importance of having at least a, a select few number of people that you know will always have your best interest at heart, mm-hmm. especially in, in an environment, as you said, that is now becoming so me versus you and everyone for themselves, having mm-hmm. your your fallback and having your sense of security is, is really important. It's, it's like for your for your success, for your well-being, for your productivity, no, this for everything, this for everything. Um, definitely. And yeah, so I mean, I I have no further questions. I just want to uh, close us off by asking you um, if you have maybe just um, any insights or any more additional um, points or um, tips or motivational messages that you'd like to share with someone um, listening now uh, that is just trying to maybe put themselves back on track. That's trying to get themselves back into a, into a better position, like. Um, is there anything that you maybe would like to pass on to them? Um, damn, there's there's actually a lot. There's there's a lot, but I think because we've all been thing, that person, though, that's why we that's it, exactly <laughs> we we all have. I think I think I think the the um the number one thing I I go by, and I think other people should go by, is to just be content with themselves and and to love themselves. Um, everything else is 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 free flow. Everything will come after that. Um, just be content, love yourself, and nothing else should should ever matter besides that. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and I think that's a perfect way to end it off. Um, Nitzah, well, thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Um, thank you. I appreciate this. Well. And hopefully, this will not really be the, the last talk. I actually really look forward to it. Oh, no, there, definitely not. <laughs> there are still a few <laughs> points that I, I want to ask you, but we'll definitely touch back in um, in, a, in a few months' time. No, we'll the, get into that. We'll get into that. We get in, we'll get into that. I appreciate it, though. I, I honestly really appreciate it. I've, I've actually been meaning to do like a podcast for the longest time but um it so happened that you had just you know asked me and i felt really honored to to, to do it so yeah thank you um and yeah yeah really appreciate it